This episode features really bad audio quality because somebody forgot the mic. <coughs> so yeah, you have been warned. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Alright, are you ready? Are we, are we recording? Alright, welcome back. Uh, this podcast can be completely based on Micah just talking the whole time. Pretty much. Uh, but this episode, uh, warning, fair warning down. Fair warning, Antoine is about to go take a massive shit and scream and sit down. Fair warning, this is going to be a fucked up episode, so if you get to the end and you are still comfortable, you are a sociopath. Yes, disclaimer, this is a not very light uh, subject. Um, we kind of went over it last time. So now we're going to so do, now a, full we're gonna do a full episode on it. On Albert Fish. But before we get into Albert Fish, I have a news article here. Um, what did I tell you? <laughs> I'm listening. Every time, though, you just pull out your phone and immediately... I can't just sit still and look at you. Uh, are you thinking about it? hands have think to think about what Are you just thinking about that game 24-7? You're just like, <laughs> no, it's... No, but whenever like, we ask you what we just said, you're like, what? You, you give, like... <laughs> You give like three words that like were like twenty minutes apart from each other. It's, uh, I I can't. Oh, I'm gonna go okay. Anyway, so uh, this is a recent news article. This happened in Idaho. There was four. What's Idaho thing. Oh, Idaho? I have something to say, by the way. Idaho. Yes. Idaho. I'll before, say that after this. after Idaho before Albert Fish. Albert Fish. Okay. So uh, four students were found murdered inside a frat house on November thirteenth. Authorities think there may have been six people living there. Uh, there were six people living there, uh, but two of the people apparently slept through the stabbings. Morgan just snuck away like the Grinch. <laughs> the Grinch? He went on his tiptoes like, and he's like, Don't you fucking dare! Okay, and you with snacks, it's the same thing. That's, gonna be, that, that's if anything more disrupting because they make noise. No, it yeah, yes, it does. It does. I, we can hear it from here. I'm not gonna make any Do you know how many times I've had to cut out you going, I'm hungry, okay? I know you are. You should have eaten before you came. <laughs> you should have come earlier. <laughs> I did eat earlier. I made I made this Bushin sandwich. It was a grilled cheese but with turkey and sourdough bread. Ooh. Yummy, yummy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to the stabbings. Yeah, mayonnaise. So there was four people in uh, the frat house. Oh, there were six people there. Two people slept through the stabbing. Um, two of the victims made phone calls to friends that went unanswered, but no one tried 911 until noon the next day. Do you want to say why this is important? Huh? To Idaho? This, so this is this happened in Idaho. This is just a recent story that we're going to be following coming up in the next few episodes as we as it develops. Oh, I thought it, it related directly to the ballista. ballista. No. Is that not in Idaho? Not in Idaho. I thought it was in Idaho. You just no, said it was in Idaho. This is in Idaho. The Villisca Axe House murder. The Villisca was in that? Iowa. Oh. Oh, Iowa, Idaho, same fucking shit. Shut up. Yeah. Wisconsin and Washington. There, yeah, see? Definitely. Washington's, like, beautiful, like, nature, and Wisconsin's cheese. Mm-hmm. But it's anyway, not here's not what we know cheese. about... No, it's awful cheese. Here's the, what they have on that. these murders. Not the best. I hate them. <laughs> because the best cheese... <laughs> the, they're cheese. I think the best cheese comes from other places. <laughs> I, was, I think the best cheese comes from people. The best cheese... <laughs> Bro, I can't find any of my beanies. Like, my Sabaton beanie is gone. <laughs> bought a Sabaton beanie? Yeah, yeah when we went to the concert. I don't remember. It's like a $30 beanie. Yeah, and I had my FedEx so beanie gone, back too. To the ticket. So let's get back to the story here. Um, the Idaho stabbings, this is what we know so far. Two, two other victims were dating, so they got home at 1.56 that night. And then phone records say they tried calling between calling the friends between 2.26 and 2.52. So up until 2.52 that, that night... They knew they were alive. And all four victims were killed with a long knife and seemed to have fought back against the aggressor. When the other two roommates woke up, they found the bodies and called the police. Um, They're looking for the owner of a white Hyundai Elantra from between 2011 and 2013. Um, The police don't think that the owner of that car is a suspect, but they think that they could have really important information regarding the events that happened that night. So they're trying to get them in contact and figure out what's happening. No arrests have been made yet. They haven't arrested anyone. They don't really have many suspects to go off of. They've kind of discounted the few that they had. Um, The police say that they've received over 5,000 tips, collected 113 pieces of physical evidence, taken about 4,000 photographs, and conducted more than 150 interviews just on this thing that happened in mid-November. So this is an ongoing investigation. Um, Like this November? Yeah. So this just happened in Idaho. This was just before uh, Thanksgiving break, before they were about to leave. 
the four of these people were murdered. So they're trying to figure out all they can about this. That's all I have on the Idaho so far. We're going to update The Go Idaho? Over. Idaho thing. So what did you want to say? Anyway, um, when I was driving here... Um... No way. That's really? crazy. Yeah. Wow. What were no, you no, saying? I was, I was driving, right? And I was like on the road, and I was going... Oh, the you, road were, you were on the road? <laughs> no <Really>? way. <laughs> I thought you'd drive on the sidewalk. Yeah, I, I was going... 45 miles an hour and a 65 mile zone because it was raining and oh I didn't want to crash. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess uh, the oh, rain. It was raining and it's I windy guess. and it's raining. You still so. 50. No I don't 50 care if the people behind me. I was going right. 70. Of course you were. Of course you were. You would go. You would go 80 if it was raining. Bro, it's anyway. sketchy because my car's like so light. And if I hit like if, if I hit a little puddle, you just feel like a like like literally like just start floating. <laughs> you car hit the tiniest bump and you're flying through the air. Anyway, so I'm coming here. I see I, I see a river or no? I'm, oh my god! Um, I Focus. I see. Um, I'm driving on the road. <laughs> okay. We got that yes. part. Thank you. Continue. No, no, no interruptions. Okay. And there, there we can't interrupt, interrupt you. <laughs> yeah. I, I was literally about to go. They started talking. <laughs> okay, go. I was driving on the road, and I was. <laughs> I was on the road. We're wasting so much time right I now. Saw, I saw a river of blood. What? Washing what? down the road. Really? Like, that's you say <laughs> that like that's not natural. <laughs> like, oh, we just passed like, oh, a river of like, blood. Like really? You're just like we could be like. Duh. So, okay, it's you know, a lot, and there's, there's a bunch of water on the road, and there's a river of blood, like, washing down the road, and I'm like, oh. How do you, how do you know it was blood? Because it was red, and it was blood, and then... Yeah, uh, I really? And Did you go out and taste it? At first, I was like, maybe someone, like, threw some meat on the road. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> yep, they just tossed it and I, I saw a, this. I saw a, um... Um, some kind of animal on the side of the road. Uh, it looked like it didn't have any skin on, and it was... Uh, all, what's the color? Red. Really? You like bl almost like blood. Why do you keep looking at me like that? So basically, you, you know, you know the story. You know, basically, there was a. It looked like a raccoon or something was smashed on the road, but it was raining, so all of its blood got washed across. And it was like just like a river of blood on the highway. I don't like how comfortably you told us about a river of blood. I it's mean, you're like, yeah, you know, see, see, see the river of blood part. Like, blood. I mean, you should have gone like. I mean, I mean, after you hear the full story, I guess. Like, if I'm mean? driving and I see a river of blood, I, there was nothing that could stop me from getting out of there at 100 miles per hour. Like, I am gone. Yeah. There's nothing that's... Exactly. I'm not, like, I'm not like, oh, is it a raccoon? I wonder what it same, tastes same. like. Same, same. Last night... What do you mean? Last night, I went downstairs. I went in the garage to get um, to get a soda. And we have... Uh, the side door has, like, this, like, glass out there. Like right and the door, and I swear out of the corner where I see something black just, and I'm like okay, <laughs> and just you know you don't you don't turn you don't turn back you just go. Mm -hmm. No yeah, if if you investigate that's from well, every horror movie. Investigate so <laughs> okay. No I don't care you no, look no. at it and you're Shut dead. Your Shut mouth up. He's going. Your mouth stop moving. Yeah, forty-five. You're you're investigating. That's like that's like negative. I was going already. forty-five the whole time. I was cruise control because I didn't want to accidentally speed up too much and crash. Anyway, so I was um. Uh, you didn't hit I feel like cruise control, control would make it, it worse. It was in front of me. I'm not just gonna like turn around and go the opposite direction 100 miles an hour. Like well, I would like move lanes. Boom, two lanes. I'm in the right lane. The blood. Most of the blood is in the left lane, and the animal is in the shoulder, the left shoulder. I mean, I'm kind of with Antoine. Like, if, I'm, gonna, if I'm in my, see, if I'm in my car, like, you know, like I, it's, it's you drive by, you're like, it's oh, when you that stop. animal just got brutally murdered on the road, and there's a river of blood now. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen lots of. Like, also, where I live, there's roadkill every single time I drive a seat. Like, I was driving home after the gym. This is a similar story. I was driving home after the gym one day. It was like midnight. It's pretty late. No, and there's this guy standing. There's this guy walking down my road. It scared the fuck out of me. There's this guy walking down. He had like you know the yellow like construction reflective mm -hmm. vest on. He had that on, and he had a hat on. I don't know if it was hat or antlers, but his head was like all the way out here. It's like a big circle around, and when I drove past, he fucking turned and looked at me. That's when I hauled ass out of there. Like, it just shit like that happens anywhere. I'm gone. Like, yeah. Remember, um, when we were driving... <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I'm making faces to not space out. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Um, remember when we were driving, and we were oh, over we there, it was real foggy? Thing across the road? <laughs> Well, we pull up to it was after light. we picked up Johnny at like 1 a.m. at the airport. Yeah. Was oh. that with Johnny though? 
I think we had, we had dropped him off. Something like that. We had and just so dropped we, him off at his house. Was I going there? To martial arts. I don't know, but it was really late and it was really foggy. And we pull up to the stoplight and we look over to the right of us and there's just this like... The way you said that, I imagine like the, the mystery machine pulling up like... What? We pull up and there's this like figure... I'm a driver. I know, see, everyone in the right of seat... My driver's license. That sounds like Richard Nixon. Oh, I don't have my driver. Is that all our stories got out of the way before we talked about it? You didn't even finish ours. I did. We saw a figure on the side of the road. We pulled up to the stoplight. Were you there when we picked... It was the time we picked up Johnny like I thought it was just us and he couldn't make it Oh, Michael was there. Anyway, we pull up to the stoplight and there's just like this fucking black figure standing there and like looks at us and as soon as the light turned green we pulled out of there as fast as we could well so I think what it was it was a person like wearing a poncho like don't a rain poncho. ruin this for me it, it was looked, terrifying it looked like a big scary monster in it was park. a big scary there was no poncho it was a big fucking scary monster I, terrifying I watched this um there's a show on Netflix no it's it's called um yeah, like curiosity Cap- yeah that I, was, I love that yeah. show yeah and um that first episode was really weird. I love, but I love the one with like the the cream and a lady. What? I think you're talking about a porn, Morgan. It's not. No, porn. no. This, you know the cream. It's like this. It's like this ugly lady. lady who wants to be like she get. Like, oh yeah, that was a late. I couldn't watch that one. That one was awful. Yeah. Do you remember um, the? Did you ever watch Doctor Who? Um, no. Yes, I've watched Doctor Who. You remember like the beginning episode where it was like the gas mask zombie people? Yeah. Are you my mummy? Are you my mummy? Mummy. That episode. Did you, you watch that? No. no, I watched more X Files than I did. Uh, <laughs> did you Doctor think he was looking over there too? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he like did that. I see both of us like looked over like, what is he looking at? <laughs> anyway, we should probably talk about Albert Fish. It's been well. Anyways, that episode. I love the. Oh, oh it's only been 15 minutes. Yeah, I love the the camera angles. Uh, for all the ladies, like it always like have like those fish islands almost like right in their face when they talk. <laughs> they look so stupid. Yeah, that was so weird. Um, anyways, there was the, another episode of that that I watched that was really good. Was I was it? thinking of the painting one though. You know oh, the painting I loved one? that. That was that's probably my favorite episode. That one, um, so good. Th- that episode is th- what we're gonna talk about is what reminds me of that because in the end, spoilers. Don't uh, say it now. Shut what, up. What are you spoiling? The, the show. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. Um, well, it's just an episode. It's not like they're all... They're all different episodes, so it doesn't matter. Anyways. Yeah. Demon, like... Or is it a demon or whatever? The the wife, like... Oh, right, the, the wife kid. cuts her eyes out and he opens the fucking oven and there's, like, the kid's head on the tray. Yeah, yeah it's man, very similar it. to this guy. And I'm like... Yeah. Spoiler alert, cannibalism coming up. Um, although cannibalism was very much avoided... An avoided subject in Albert Fish's uh, murder trial. And it wasn't a very Shocker. avoided thing in his life. No, it wasn't. He did it quite a bit. Uh, Alright, so let's get into this. It's, we, got, we got a lot to cover here. Okay, so Albert Fish, cannibalism. A lot of fucked up stuff going on here. If you don't like that shit, stop now. Or, I told him that. Or, They're still here, it's their fault. Or be a man. Toughen up. I hate those things. You know, you know the videos are like, ruin your own. Be a man. Be a man. And then they have that laugh in the background. It's so, so funny. stupid. It's stupid. Are you kidding They're me? funny. They always They're laugh. Joke. Anyway, if you grab a lollipop, I am smacking your ass so hard. Maybe I should, but. No, just get back here. This is going to be a long, long episode. They don't make noise. Yes, they do. Morgan, oh, we can hear you. Morgan, your mouth makes noise. Just keep your keep that mouth closed while you eat. I feel like I'm an intervention. <laughs> Morgan, we're here to intervene wow. in your Swedish fish obsession. Why did you grab Morgan? another one? I'm a foodaholic. <laughs> Boy, what? Hi, Morgan. You can't bribe the guards. <laughs> <laughs> if I eat one, though, it's going to be faster. Fine. <laughs> I only eat, I can eat it fast. I put my mouth closed. I can't eat fast. Why am I the guard? Because <laughs> you were telling him not to do it, and then he just like, well, violated the law. How about Swedish fish? He was like, you're oh, like, no, mind no, you know, all right, you're like, he's like, you can't have two of them. He's like, he gives Isn't one. Isn't that what like, you oh. do in the first, like, 20 minutes of Skyrim, though? When you go to White Run for the first time, you gotta bribe the guards. No, you no say, what I do is I kill them, and then I go to jail to remember, remove my bounty, and then I sneak into the, uh, underneath the jail, and then I go to the evidence chest and the prisoner belongings chest to take all my stuff back for my stolen goods. Oh, I... so you're a terrible person in Skyrim. Yeah. I didn't murder any innocents. That's not true, I murdered Are a you... chicken. 
I, what kind I of mean, Skyrim player I, if you don't I, know, I, I, Every now and then I would hit the old quick save and slaughter the whole town, but you know, there's... Okay, let's get into Albert Fish because this is gonna be a long. So he's got a Swedish fish? Shut up. No, sit your fucking ass down. <laughs> he thinks I will not be bribed to get Gotta get the Swedish fish. Anyway, right. Albert Fish, he's got a few aliases. I wish I had stretching on playing. The Gray Man, the Which Werewolf Spider-Man. of Wisteria, the Brooklyn Vampire, the Moon Maniac, and the Boogeyman. Born in 1870, and he was executed Boogie. in 1936. He confessed to killing three people between 1924 and 1928, but probably killed five, confessed to stabbing two, um, and then claimed to have a hundred victims. So he, this dude, was probably exaggerating a lot, but he was very proud of what he was doing. Um, Those hundred victims could have been anywhere from sexual assault uh, to uh, actual murder victims. What kind of fish do you think he was? Um, sturgeon. Sturgeon? I think sturgeon. Oh, okay. Catfish could like a shark. Because <laughs> uh, catfish are like a shark. Oh, and they also drown the thing rape other um, That's true. No, dolphins rape other fish. Probably dolphin. Dolphin's not a fish. Dolphin's Shut up. Fucking I mean, they're they're sim- more similar to whales than they are to fish. How about that? Anyway. Like mammals, yes. Albert Fish. He was born Hamilton Fish, but changed his name to Albert, which was the name of one of his oh, dead siblings. So he's a he's a he's a he's a uh, Who's salmon. They them? He goes salmon. Because they, they change they change uh, steelhead when they go into. Oh, they go from freshwater to saltwater. Salt yes. So he changed. So he's, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a salmon. He changed his name to Albert, which was the name of one of his dead siblings, after getting called ham and eggs by the kids at the orphanage that he went to. So he got bullied. So much that he changed his name to Albert. Bro, I would love and the nickname Ham and Eggs. Their family had a long, long history of mental illness. His father at the time of his birth was 43 years older than his mother. His dad was 75 and his mom was like 32. His father died early on in his life and his mom sent him to an orphanage since she couldn't take care of him. She wasn't making enough money. So she sent him to an orphanage. Um, and at the orphanage, Fish, Albert Fish was very, very frequently physically abused. Um, and I think to start coping with that, he started enjoying it, or pretending that he enjoyed it, and then eventually started enjoying the pain, and starting connecting it, pain with pleasure, and things like that. He's, that's where he kind of started connecting all that stuff together, which would eventually shape his later life. He was a masochist. He was a fucking sadomasochist, the worst. Massachusetts? Yep. Um, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah, and kind of there, he also started liking the screams of others, which was a lot of his things, screams he liked, and hearing that until it got too loud, then he would just kill the kid. And also at the orphanage... Wait, he killed a kid? It was in... He killed many kids. Oh, I, th- I, thought, no, I thought you were talking about like at the orphanage. No, he's currently a child right now. So he's a kid right now, but kind of at the orphanage with the beatings and attributing um, beatings to pleasure, he also started getting the feelings of God, right? So they would they would recite Bible verses to him while they're beating him, and a lot later in life, when he's doing a lot of these fucked up things, he starts um, saying that God was telling him to, or apostles were telling him to do these things, these fucked up things. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But it was some really fucked up stuff. So early on in life is where he started attributing all this stuff together, which is going to ruin his later life. Um, but around the age of twelve, his mom got a job that was well enough off that he could that she could take him out of the orphanage. Um, so she, so he went home. Finally, he stopped being. Is abused. his dad dead by then? Well, that was the reason he went into the orphanage because oh. his dad died. His mom couldn't provide, so she sent him to the orphanage. So he's not really an orphan. No, he was an orphan. His he's mom was like, "Fuck this!" Then it sent him in there. He's like, "Justice." Yep. About this time, he began a relationship with a telegraph boy, and this boy started introducing him to things like drinking urine and eating feces or shit so drinking Wait, this game shit he was a whole lot of things he wasn't like one specific thing mm. he just kind of liked pretty sure anything kids. he could fuck he was down for it anything he could mutilate he was down for it except except he didn't really i a lot of serial killers that get into mutilations would do stuff to animals but i don't think albert fish ever like mutilated animals I that bet i remember he really liked fish probably not Anyway, um, so along with developing a liking, which is his thing for uh, drinking piss, eating shit, he also would go into public baths just to. He spent a lot of time in there just watching boys his age undress and change and get naked. And that was his. So that around this time when he was a kid, he would really like doing that and he would go in there a lot. 
What? What'd you say? I said, where would he hide? He wouldn't hide. He would go and do it. Because you don't have... I mean, it's a public bathroom. Oh, he just walked in. A I public thought, bathroom. I thought he was like in the corner, like, through the vents. He's not like... In <laughs> vents. He's just... He's goddamn walls! <laughs> Moving later on into his 20s or so, early 20s, um, this was when he really began to start molesting and raping boys. But all of the boys he would molest and rape were younger than six. Most when did of them. he start? This is about... So, he really started getting into the uh, physical acts with other... With boys when he was about 20. So, he's... So early 20s, he's starting to do more and more shit and finding... Pushing boundaries that shouldn't have been pushed. Getting to know what he liked, really. Um, not eating them yet, right? Not... Later. He hasn't started eating right. children yet. So, around this time, he, he was hiding what he was doing, right? Nobody knew that he was a... Uh, fucking terrible person and he got married it was an arranged marriage his mom set him up with a woman um and with this woman and it was in 1898 that he got married to someone who was nine years younger than him this is a long time ago then huh yeah he died in like the 30s he died in the th uh, and he died when he was 16. did he die Five. from the electric chair right yeah <laughs> yeah so he had six children with this woman i mean i would think i don't, I don't know why but i would think he would be a bad father Right? You would think that if he's into this shit, he's going to be beating his kids, forcing his kids to do stuff. But he really didn't. He was a good father. They were... His kids enjoyed... His kids loved him. And during his trial, they really were trying to get... To plead insanity to make sure that his fa their father got out alive and didn't have to be executed. Which... He, had, he has kids? He had six kids. So he had six kids. He was a good father to the kids. They were... They loved him. Um, but eventually... To more, some more stuff happens with them, um, but we'll get into that in a minute. I really want some food. Or We're not going to be able to eat if you guys don't yeah, get togos. Anyway. Ooh, you know what be really good is that that one, the most expensive sandwich want, on I, the thing. I, and it's like, you, you have a dip, it's just like it's a meat sandwich. Oh, like a seven layer dip, I think. Why right? do you want or not that. eating Yeah, is it like the prices of the try dip? I don't know, it's something, but you dip it in the sauce with sauce. What's it called? It's very good. Anyway, I don't want to talk That's what about I want. eating meat right now. During no. The story. Don't. <laughs> no, stop it. Ranch was invented yet. Anyway, why do you wonder that? <laughs> why do you think Albert Fish created ranch? Um. So at, at some point in his early adult years, he and a male lover went to a wax museum where Fish became fascinated by a bisection of a human penis. Um, which led to his obsession with genital mutilation, and his later victims were found to have mutilations in their area, as oh. well as Fish was doing masochistic things to himself. Wait, invented yet. Huh? What? Ranch dressing was invented in 1949, so it didn't exist. What do you mean, aww? Because that... Oh. <laughs> Think. Shh, I gotta get no, but I'm trying, I'm trying to ask a question. The story yes. of Ranch, the cool American <laughs> government that has divided it. <laughs> is, was, like, what happened to his, was he still with his wife and he like, sneak off with his male lover or whatever? Yes, he was constantly sneaking off and doing some How old was shit. he then? This, so, this stuff that I'm going over right now is between 20 and 30-ish years old. Okay. So this is his, still kind of early, but not too early on. So this was kind of where, that was kind of where he developed the obsession with mutilation and uh, doing masochistic things to pleasure himself. Several years later, Fish met, met a 19-year-old named Thomas Kedden. Pay attention during this one. This, I want to go run outside, Morgan. Pay attention to this one. This one you got to pay attention to. Thomas Kidd, and began to form a relationship with him. <laughs> you, did you just tell Morgan to pay attention and then proceed to stand up? I'm paying attention, though. Pay attention, I mean... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, okay, I'll pay attention. You tell oh. everyone else to pay attention. Don't let me distract you, just go. You aren't so fucking distracting. Okay. I'm going. I'm right. You're going, and I'm waiting. So he began to form a relationship with this guy, Thomas Kidd. Kidd was intellectual dis intellectually disabled, which was most likely the reason Fish was attracted to him. Because if you can't have somebody that's physically that age, he's going to have somebody that's mentally that age. Younger, right? And the two of them formed a very um, sadomasochistic relationship. But it's kind of unknown whether or not Kedden was a willing participant in a lot of the stuff, or whether Fish forced him to do things. Because after this, kind of after this story, Fish just completely lost contact with him. And we'll, I'll tell you why in just a minute. Throughout this relationship, after 10 days, so they were they were in some form of relationship for about 10 days, uh, and Fish then decided he wanted to bring Kedden to an old farmhouse, where he tied him up, 
and tortured him slowly over the course of two weeks. So two weeks this guy is tied up there, he's torturing him, beating him, and eventually Fish decided he wanted to kill him. This is where the genital uh, mutilation comes into play. So he's, this guy is tied up, Fish gets down, gets his, I don't know, fucking scissors or a knife or something, starts to cut off the, the tip of his penis. He starts cutting it off, cutting it off, and then he stops. He's like, well, I want to cut him up and bring him home so I can eat him, but it's kind of warm outside and I think I'm going to draw too much attention. And that was his reason for stopping. So he puts the stuff away, pours peroxide, hydrogen peroxide on the wound, wraps it up in a cloth that was soaked in Vaseline, wraps up the wound, puts a $10 bill on the ground, kisses Kedden, walks out. Never sees him again. It was hot outside. It was fucking hot. So he said, Wait, I think, you said he wanted to eat him? So he wanted to, this was kind of where he's getting into that kind of stuff. The eating? I think so. He's no, already has he already but, eaten? The, did you hear about the why he started eating? Do you remember that part? Did you hear I about know, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get about that later. I'm gonna get into that and whether so, shouldn't that never mind. No, because we don't know whether that was true or not. A lot of a lot of the stuff with fish could have been very, very exaggerated by him, because serial killers used to do that a lot. Getting into back into this stuff, um, he said he later said that I shall never forget his scream or the look he gave me. So he was, he was really wanting to kill this guy, but the weather stopped him, it was too hot, thought it would draw attention. How would that draw attention? I don't know. The fish it's is, like, it's weird. like, oh my god, it's hot outside. I bet that guy did it. I mean, if it's really hot outside <laughs> and you're walking around carrying trash bags full of meat, it's gonna be a little suspicious. But, but it's cold outside and you're walking around with a trash can full of meat. You're gonna be kind of suspicious. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> I think the temperature is kind of. I mean, I guess. Why you, the, I, I don't know why. Doesn't the heat? Why did you do it? I didn't you do it. Uh, I feel like what, doesn't the heat like make the stench worse? It probably would do that. That's. I mean, that's probably the reason why. I don't know. That's just whack. Anyway, not that anything where, else he did was fun. But where was he keeping him? In, in a, uh, in a cabin. abandoned barn house. Oh, is this, uh, is, this ca is this the cabin that comes into play later? No, it's a different one. See, so, yeah, we're getting close, okay. In January of 1917, Fish's wife left him for a handyman who was boarding with the family at the time. Fish's wife took almost everything he owned, and after that, he reportedly started having auditory hallucinations. Once he even... <laughs> this reminds me of Antoine a little bit. <laughs> what? Uh, there was one instance where Fish wrapped himself in a carpet and just laid there because he said the Apostle... Uh, which Apostle was it? i got to make sure I get this right. Uh, the Apostle... John the Apostle told him to do it. So he wrapped himself in a carpet and just laid there. And I don't know if you remember that time we were at church. Uh, yeah, I, I think remember. we had the escape room and Antoine was wrapped in the carpet. Mm -hmm. No, 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 that just reminds me of you. What do you mean? Wrapping yourself in a carpet and just I think I wrapped... Well, no. Did he wrap himself? It was him. I have a picture of it. Oh. No, I no, was no, thinking... No. I'm thinking was, if I wrapped him. That was, no, that was the time... Not our escape room, but the escape room in the box. Oh, okay. Maybe. I don't no, know. I was thinking, like, if I wrapped... Or did he wrap himself? He, like, he just grabbed the end, like what I did. You grab the end and just go... Oh, and you, you become a burrito is what I did. Yep. Anyway. Uh, so Antoine is, uh... Why are you fish? laughing at that? Um... I'm like... The jump from character from his face, he went for like... <laughs> <laughs> so, this is what I asked you about last night. Do you remember if this was the point where he shit on the floor? Um, what is this? The, I don't remember the carpet rolling. Are you talking about him or him? Him. Albert Fish. So, there was a point at which, um, when he was divorced, he lost his wife. He loses a wife later on. Oh, where um, he shit in the house and they're like, oh, like, like there's human soil on, in my house. Yeah, so this was, this was a part of the trial. And I'm pretty sure Fish was so fucking horny during his trial. Hearing people talk about Poopy and Poo Poo and quoting him and what he said, because that's what he said a lot. He would call them like a Pee Wee and he would say Pee Pee and Poo Poo. And Pee Wee he was, Herman? Like mentally, he. My bike! <laughs> that's not Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> mentally, he was a child. But there was one point where he got kicked out of the house, and as he's leaving, he's like, I left a present for you. And she goes up, upstairs and checks, and right in the middle of the floor, he had taken a fat shit. Right on the floor. Nice. And in. In the trial, this is a conversation that she had with an attorney. He was arrested? Spoilers. He could still be out there. So the attorney... No, that was a long time. He'd be dead by now. So the attorney is like, uh, just asking what happened. She was like, he left uh, soil on my ground. And she was like, what kind of soil? Like, uh, human, Fertilizer. Human soil. They're like, um, so what does that mean? She's like, 
he, he pooped on my floor. He said he took a poo-poo on my floor. Did she say poo-poo like that too? <laughs> I don't know if that was exactly what she said, but that was kind of the back and forth that was happening within this trial. So I just imagine Albert Fish next to like his, I don't know, like defense attorney, and they're just like, like, soil, and he's just like, like with his defense, he's like, oh, he's gonna say it, he's gonna say it. He's like, that was me. <laughs> That's probably what he was doing. Like, honestly, he was probably enjoying the trial way too much. Um, I mean, but yeah. around this time, after this first uh, split up with his wife, he started experimenting with self-harm. And here's some of the things that he like did. It wasn't already? He took needles, shoved them up oh. to the grundle, and into his stomach. You know what I'm talking about with the girdle between the balls and the anus? Yeah. Suck them up there. I thought that, isn't Left it called, like, the gooch as well? The gooch. The, the scooty gooch. Oh, I thought you said... The man cooch. I thought you were gonna little like, area. I thought you were gonna say is that maneuver? Up Shut up! I thought you were gonna say is that the is that maneuver called the gooch? Like specifically <laughs> putting things up there. I think I fixed No, so he shoved needles up there and into his stomach. I'm like those must be long ass needles. He would stick them up there and he would leave them there. And later there was uh, after he was arrested there was an X-ray, which showed that he had about 29 needles stuck inside of him. And that's not counting the ones that would have decayed and fallen away after the years. So this guy was shoving needles inside of him and just left them there because he liked it and it was fucked up. There's something else he would do that was kind of funny. Uh, so he would take a rose, he would shove it in his urethra, and he would dance around in front of the mirror. You listen to what I just said? Shoved him in his urethra and danced around in the front of the he mirror. He stuck a rose in his dick and danced around in front of the mirror. Oh. You know what the urethra is? The pee hole. The pee pee hole. The urethra. And he would, we would dance around with his rose. <laughs> and when he would come, he would come staring at me. The, the thing that we were doing, like, at, like acting like Albert Fish was like three years old, Morgan was just doing where he's like, I know what the urethra is. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, you should tell me what it is because I make no, sure you I, know I have, I'm taking medical terminology. I know what it is. He also took a paddle with nails in it and what hit that? himself with it. So he would beat himself with a paddle of nails. He would beat himself with a cat of nine tails. Um, and then, I think this is the worst one. He would take wool, right, wool. He would put lighter fluid wool? on it. Wool. Oh, why are you saying that weird? Wool? Wool. Wool. You say, he's pronouncing it W-U-L-E. Wool. Yeah, that's wool. I can't pronounce it. Why are you saying wool? that? Like, wool. 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 It's two O's. It's not ooh. Wool. <laughs> it's wool. wool. Two O's makes ooh. Ooh. But you're not saying ooh, ooh. you're saying ooh. <laughs> anyway, so he would take it, ooh. he would dunk it in lighter fluid, he would light it on fire and shove it up his ass. Did you hear it? Did you hear what I just said? No. <laughs> I didn't even try to say that. <laughs> okay, so what is the word I'm trying to say? What is it? How do you say it? He lit wool on fire. So he lit it on fire. He would dunk it in lighter fluid, light it on fire, shove it up his ass. Mm. So it would burn inside of his ass. I hate that. That's fucking awful. I, I, I feel like it's not as bad as, like, I like to call it stuff. the rear Bernie. Yep. The, the but afterburners. Throughout, so he was doing <laughs> this like with Bernie his Sanders. <laughs> the rear Bernie. Bernie. So he right, was once the, again, coming for your ass. My fellow okay. Americans. So he would do this. My ass on fire. He would do this while he still had kids in the house. He would do all this stuff. Um, but he never abused his yeah, kids. Yeah, great father. I mean, he never abused his kids. Did you, are you going to talk about the part where they're sitting on him? I'm going to get to that in just a second. Here, He never abused his kids. But every now and then he would ask them to hit him with the paddle with the nails in it. And he would play these games with them. Who told you that they never that he never abused his kids? So every source, and then no matter who they talked to, talked to his wife, talked to his kids, and they never said that he hit Seemingly never hit his kids, right? And that was quite the deal back in the day, because every father beat his kids back in. Why are you looking at me like that? You look at me like you want to start beating me. What? <laughs> You're like... <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, like, I don't... Anyway, Morgan, pay attention. I don't believe <laughs> that. Did you hear what I just anyway. said? No. Oh, okay. So, he would ask his kids to hit him with that, the nail-studded pat. And he also played these games with his kids and their friend. One of them was Buck, Buck, How Many Hands Up? And how we would play this one is they would... Choose a number, one through ten. He would, they would put it behind their back. They're sitting on him. Right, so they're sitting on, He's his, on lap. his knees. He's on his knees, and then um, put the number up. <gasps> right? So, they say they had three behind their back. He would guess five. They have to take the paddle, and they have to hit him with it 
three times because he didn't guess two. Three. Huh? Two times. No, three times. Whichever number they had behind their back, and he if he didn't guess it, that's how many times. And not surprisingly, he was very bad at this game. He never I guessed it right. How do you be bad at that, that game? He, he would, like, figure it out, probably would look behind their back and be like, oh, it's three, ten. And he wouldn't make them hit him because he wanted them to hit him. Why wouldn't he just guess ten every time? Because then they would start putting ten behind their back. So he would get it right. Anyway, so they would. They would the kids want to win. They're like, shit, he guessed it again. Well, like the kids are, they're kids, so they're like thinking it's a funny, haha game. They, they... Then there was another one. I don't remember exactly what it was called. I think it was like Potato Sack or something like that. They would, I think they would sit in a potato sack. They would slide down his back using their nails, scratching the whole way down. See, so they would get on his back, slide down, scratching his whole back up. And eventually his back would just be like bloody. And covered in blood, and he loved it. What kind of nails are those kids have? The um, guy, the blue guy from X Men. Albert Fish himself had really long fingernails. Or, the, or the, the guy that isn't Wolverine but has a similar power to Wolverine from X Men. Or Wolverine from X Men. Or Deadpool from X Men. Deadpool doesn't have sharp nails. That he had like swords coming out of his fists in that one really bad movie. That's not. Don't even. Don't ever say that again. Um, and then, or like, um, like anybody from X Men that had long nails. Quick, go. No! Go back. There was a ghost back there. I had to fight it. Alright. I'm uh, getting. Come back, or I'm gonna beat. You took a Capri Sun! What? You. You didn't see me swimming that down? No! Those are for birthday parties! I'm a birthday party. <laughs> you fucking consider one because you're so fucking. <sighs> Tit your ass down. Okay. Oh, I see it! I'm by the door. <laughs> Alright, continue. No. Just talk faster. How would you shut up and listen faster? Okay, so, he also had implements of hell, which was a meat cleaver, a butcher knife, and a handsaw. And there was one instance where he was, uh, I think he like, he didn't kidnap them, but he convinced some kids to come to his house for lunch because they hadn't eaten lunch yet. So he brought them to his house. Speaking of which, I'm hungry. And they dis they had they were bounced they were playing around on his bed. They dislodged it a little bit, the mattress. And underneath were these implements of hell, which was the, the meat cleaver, butcher knife, and handsaw. Mm -hmm. So they saw those and they fucking hauled ass out of there. Who? The kids? They were yeah, these were the two kids, and these were the only two kids that got away. So they fucking escaped the and they did it. So they got out. Oh yeah. Um, but he would, eight. he oh, tended to victimize people, either kids or people that nobody would miss. So there was, uh, there was another one that, there was a couple more that got away. I lied. I, I admit. Um, there was one called, named Beatrice Keel. He tried to kidnap her twice, but both times he was chased away by her parents. So good job, parents. The only time that parents do something good in a story. Um, and then three days later, he killed Francis McDonald, cutting him up a bunch of times, hanging him up from a tree. Uh, but eventually running away because he heard someone in the distance. Um, and with Frank's, Francis McDonald, he cut him up a bunch, and then I think his left thigh was practically skinned to the bone, and he would drink the blood from him. So that was one of Why the reasons he was called a vampire. I don't know if it was well he was alive or not, but he would he was obsessed with drinking the blood. Um, a lot of the kids that he murdered was he was said he was told to by God um, because if they grew up they were going to become like whores or terrible people, and so he had to like kill him. Them. Yeah, like him. Um, and there was one instance where he killed a kid where he was, he basically said, if this is wrong, God will stop me. Spoiler alert, no one stopped him. God will send angels to stop him. Nope, didn't happen. Killed the kid. So from then on, he was convinced that it was okay and he was doing the right thing. He eventually tried marrying again. It only lasted a week because he frequently sent disturbing and graphic letters to women, acting as if he was a movie producer and would pay them for their services, basically asking them to fucking shit in his mouth and doing crazy stuff like that. Uh, I think there was only one woman who responded, but she got out of there pretty quick, which was uh, good for her. But for the last couple, the last few parts here of the story, there's two major victims that were the worst. It's Grace Bud, Billy Gaffney. We're going to start with Grace Bud. I think Gaffney was worse, but if you we remember... We should end with Grace Bud, because that's the last one he did, right? The one he got caught with? Yeah. That's the one he got caught with, yes, but... Do it in one that's... Okay, fine. We'll start with... Uh, well, actually, let me see what order they were. Yeah, okay. Billy Gaffney was one year before Grace Bud. So, 1927, there was a three-year-old named Billy Beaton, a four-year-old named Billy Gaffney, and then Billy Beaton's older brother. Uh, All named Billy. Yes. Beaton's older brother was 12, 
Uh, but they were all playing ball. He wanted to go home, so he had home. So there's these two young kids, three and four years old. They're playing outside their house, having a good time in their little apartment complex, whatever. Um, so the 12-year-old leaves, so these two boys are alone. They're alone. Um, and eventually, they both disappear, which Albert Fish had taken one of them somehow, and then the other one, Billy Beaton, which was the one that survived, the three-year-old, he was found on the roof of the apartment. And when they asked him what happened to Gaffney, Billy Gaffney, he said the boogeyman took him. Mm. Which, oh, I remember this, I remember this. That is fucked My up. grandpa at my house, used, or my, uh, <clears throat> my grandpa used to tell us at, uh, when we'd go over to his house, that at the top of the stairs, there was like this closet right there, and he'd say the boogeyman lived in there. So I was always terrified of going upstairs. I don't know why the word boogeyman is so scary for kids. It's like boogie. My, uh, get boogie. <laughs> boogie, oogie, oogie. Okay, so initially the police thought Gaffney's murder. Initially the police thought that Gaffney, Billy Gaffney's murder, was because of another serial killer, but they found out through a bunch of witnesses that it was Fish. And then Fish wrote a letter to his attorney later describing what he did to Gaffney. So I'm gonna read the letter. I brought him to the Riker Avenue dumps. There is a house that stands alone, not far from where I took him. I took the G-boy there, stripped him naked and tied his hands and feet, and gagged him with a piece of dirty rag I picked out of the dump. Then I burned his clothes, threw his shoes in the dump. Then I walked back and took trolley to 59th Street at 2 a.m. and walked home from there. Next day, about 2 p.m., I took tools, a good heavy cat of nine tails, homemade, short handle, cut one of my belts in half, slit these halves in six strips, about eight inches. I whipped his bear behind till the blood ran from his legs. I cut off his ears, nose, slit his mouth from ear to ear, gouged out his eyes. He was dead then. I stuck the knife in his belly and held my mouth to his body and drank his blood. I picked up four old potato sacks and gathered a pile of stones. Then I cut him up. I had a grip with me. I put his nose, ears, and a few slices of his belly in the grip. Then I cut him through the middle of his body, just below his belly button then through his legs about two inches below his behind. I put this in my grip with a lot of paper. I cut off the head, feet, arms, hands, and legs below the knee. This I put in sacks weighed with stones tied to ends and threw them in the pools of slimy water you will see all along the road going to North Beach. Water is three to four feet deep. They sank at once. I came home with my meat. I had the front of his body I liked the best. His monkey and peewees and a nice little fat behind to roast in the oven and eat. I made a stew out of his ears, nose, pieces of his face, and belly. I put onions, carrots, turnips, celery, and salt and pepper. It was good. Then I split the cheeks of his behind open, cut off his monkey and peewee, and washed them first. I put strips of bacon on each cheek of his behind and put it in the oven. Then I picked four onions, and when meat had roasted about a quarter of an hour, I poured a pint, about a pint of water over it for gravy and put in the onions. At frequent intervals, I basted his behind with a wooden spoon so the meat would be nice and juicy in about two hours. It was nice and brown, cooked through. I never ate any roast turkey that tasted half as good as his sweet, fat little behind did. I ate every bit of the meat in about four days. His little monkey was as sweet as a nut, but his peewees I could not chew. Threw them in the toilet. So that's the letter he wrote to his attorney describing all that. Now, this is one of the ones where we don't know exactly how much he actually did or how much of it was things he wanted to do. But even if a fraction of this is true, it's so fucked up so brutal what he does to them and he just doesn't care mm -hmm. which is insane um and yeah he wrote it like it was a recipe he wrote it out like it was what Wait. he wanted to do anyway from there we get into grace bud grace bud it was in 1928 fish saw an ad in the paper which was for a young man 18 years old who wished to find a position working somewhere with his friend fish replied to the ad telling them he'd be happy to hire them though he had initially planned to tie edward up and kill him he changed his mind in favor of grace bud whom he met through edward Edward's the brother, right? Edward is Grace Bud's brother. Fish made up a story about having to attend his niece's birthday party and convinced Bud's parents to let him take her to it. Now, on the way to the abandoned house that he was going to murder her at, they took the train there. And this is, I think this is the worst part to me because when they were getting off the train, um, Fish had a bag of tools that he took with him because that he wanted to use and he left it on the train. And as they're walking off, Grace Bud realizes, so she's this sweet little girl, she realizes that he left his bag, and she's like, oh, I'll go get it for you. So she goes and grabs his bag of tools that he was gonna use to kill her, brings it back to him, and then walks into the house. So, Damn. she basically was 
I mean, he probably still would have killed her anyway, but... Um, so he brings her to the house where he murdered and ate her. In 1934, Fish anon anonymously sent a letter to Grace's parents, which eventually led the police to find and arrest Fish. So he sent the letter six years after her murder to the parents. So they were six years not knowing what happened, and then this came along. Damn. But even more fucked up, um, Mrs. Bud, Grace Bud's mom, was illiterate. So she couldn't read. All she saw was on the front of the, the letter was her name. That's all she could read. And so she gave the letter to her son, who was going to die instead. And he had to read this letter knowing that he was the initial victim, but his sister was ended up being the victim. So he had to read this letter to his mom. That's fucked. <clears throat> so I'm going to read the letter. So this is the one. This is the letter that gets into kind of why he thought he was a cannibal and how he got into that. But it goes as follows. My dear Mrs. Budd, in 1894, a friend of mine shipped as a deckhand on a steamer Tacoma, Captain John Davis. They sailed from San Francisco to Hong Kong, China. On arriving there, he and two others went ashore and got drunk. When they returned, the boat was gone. At that time, there was a famine in China. Meat of any kind was from one to three dollars a pound. So great was the suffering among the very poor that all children under 12 were sold to the butchers to be cut up and sold for food in order to keep others from starving. A boy or girl under 14 was not safe in the street. You could go in any shop and ask for steak, chops, or stew meat. Part of the naked body of a boy or girl would be brought out and just what you wanted cut from it. A boy or a girl's behind, which was the sweetest part of the body, and sold as veal cutlet, brought the highest price. John stayed there so long he acquired a taste for human flesh. On his return to New York, he stole two boys, one seven, one eleven. Took them to his home, stripped them naked, tied them in a closet, then burned everything they had on. Several times every day and night he spanked them, tortured them, to make their meat good and tender. First he killed the eleven-year-old boy because he had the fattest ass, of course the most meat on it. Every part of his body was cooked and eaten except head, bones, and guts. He was roasted in the oven, all of his ass, boiled, broiled, fried, stewed. The little boy was next, went the same way. At that time, I was living at 409 East 100th Street, rear, night side. He told me so often how good human flesh was, I made up my mind to taste it. On Sunday, June the 3rd, 1928, I called on you at 406 West 15th Street, brought you pot cheese, strawberries. We had lunch. Grace sat in my lap and kissed me. I made up my mind to eat her on the pretense of taking her to a party. You said yes, she could go. I took her to an empty house in Westchester I had already picked out. When we got there, I told her to remain outside. She picked wildflowers. I went upstairs and stripped all of my clothes off. I knew if I did not, I would get her blood on them. When all was ready, I went to the window and called her. Then I hid in a closet until she was in the room. When she saw me all naked, she began to cry and tried to run downstairs. I grabbed her and she said she would tell her mama. First, I stripped her naked. How she did kick, bite, and scratch. I choked her to death, then cut her into small pieces so I could take my meat to my rooms, cook it, and eat it. How sweet and tender her little ass was roasted in the oven. It took me nine days to he eat her entire body. I did not fuck her, though. I could have if I wished. She died a virgin. So that was a letter. So the police didn't know. They couldn't fully verify the part about Captain Davis. They didn't know if that was true or not. Um, but the rest of it was found to be accurate by coroners. And... Now this is the worst, I think the worst part of the whole thing. Fish denied ever thinking about raping Grace. He said he never thought about doing it. But later he told his attorney that while he was strangling her, he had two involuntary ejaculations. So why he was strangling her and choking her to death. So that, I mean, it proves that it was, and this was a big part in the trial and the case because up till this point, it was insanity and they didn't want to mention cannibalism or anything like that. So they took this, when he told his attorney this, this was what they talked about in the trial and said that it was all sexually motivated because if it was sexually motivated then that would be better plead for insanity than cannibalism and him fully in the right mind knowing that he just wants to eat a human so they used this um tried to get insanity plea and it didn't work he was um put down he was put down he was electrocuted now there's a couple things in this jail years when he was arrested throughout this trial that were interesting to me First, he was known as a psychiatric phenomenon. They didn't know how he had became like this, what was going on. It was very early in, too early in psychology, but early enough they were still unknown, didn't know what was going on with this guy. Um, he was executed by electrocution. And when he was told of his verdict and he accepted it, he said, it will be the supreme thrill, the only one I haven't tried. So he was excited about dying. 
which is fucking weird. And then his last words were, I don't know why I'm here. So right before he got electrocuted, he said, I don't know why I'm here, which means, which is that's fucking weird. Reminds I don't me know of, if... um, um, did, did you watch that episode of Black Mirror? No, I haven't seen Black Mirror. Did you watch, watch it? I watched the so, first episode. Um, it's an episode where there's multiple stories in it, but one of the stories in that episode is this guy that invents a, me a mechanism where you can um, feel what another person is feeling if you put it on their head. So the first thing he tries is he has sex and he puts it on his girlfriend's head and has like a mega orgasm. Oh. And then he, um, but he was like, he was a masochist, so he would like cut himself on his face, all over his face. But then when he realized that he had this thing, he went out, um, into like the streets, threw it on a homeless guy's head and then like drilled into his brain so that he could feel what it was like to die but without actually dying. Huh. It kind of reminds me of that. That's fucked up and I want to watch that now. Oh what? <laughs> that sounds interesting. Uh, you remember that? I don't know. You, I don't know why. Why I do you keep asking me that? I feel like I've you've seen that. I don't know. No, I haven't. I've anyway, seen Morgan, do you remember last night when we were talking about the snack bar and I said uh, a hot dog and a carrot? Mm-hmm. There's another story early in his life when police were investigating him. He's at his house, and they start going through his house. They had a warrant. They were arrested. They were looking into his house. So they one of these one of the cops opens up a closet, and in the closet was a cat of nine tails, not illegal, a hot dog. A carrot. <laughs> the cops grabs it by his finger and thumb, lifts it up, looks at Albert Fish and goes, "What do you do with this?" Fish looks at him and goes, "I shove it up my ass." What did he pick what up? What the fuck do you think I do with it? He picked up a hot dog. <laughs> he was like, "I shove it up my ass," but that doesn't sound like any of your fucking business. And he was like, "Ooh," and threw it down. And I don't know. Why that's <laughs> it's, it's fucked up, but it's kind of funny. Yeah, he's a fucked up dude. What about the carrot? Carried he also shoved up his ass. I don't know what you think. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> no, he shoved that up his dick. He, he ate that. Man. No, that was the rose, I thought. How do you fit that a carrot down your dick? He must have a massive urethra. No, he's kidding. I bet he can look down it. <laughs> don't even talk. You are losing your speaking privileges for the rest well, of the day. Even a rose, like... A rose is like... But a rose has thorns. You don't stick the whole thing down You, you rip the thorns off of it. No. I just imagine he'd take the whole thing and like. I thought it. I thought it was just like a musket. We don't know what what of what he said was true. What could have been false? But what we do know is he was a not a not very nice dude. He was a poopy head. Quite the poopy doopy head. He would have liked that. Yes, he probably would have liked me saying that about him, which I don't like to think about. Um, so yeah, there is Albert Fish. He was a fucked up dude. If you want to go, there's a movie made about him. There's really? a couple, there's some books. The movie was called The Gray Man. There's a book. I don't remember what it was called. Uh, we'll put it in the description of the this episode. So if you're interested in reading more about him, I don't know yeah, why you would, but it'll be there. Probably oh, don't even say that. Yum yum sauce. Yum yum. When was yum yum sauce? <laughs> so, if you're interested, it'll be there. What condiments did they have? Like see you guys next time. Example. I hope you hopefully didn't existed. throw up listening. Hollandaise. Hollandaise. Did ketchup exist? I don't know.